Today I want to talk to you about how ego comes in the back door. Ego is not your enemy. Ego is necessary. It is ego that is responsible for us understanding oneness. Our separate perspectives are what is enabling us to see the big picture of this universe. Contrast is necessary for expansion. And so there would be no contrast without ego. Pretend you're an athlete. The person who is responsible for pushing you to be the best athlete you can be is none other than your biggest rival. And so, is that rival an enemy? Or is that rival, in fact, a best friend? But for the sake of this video, I will be addressing the ego as if it's an adversary to highlight its strategies and show you just how it can trap you. Ego is nothing other than the separate identity. And the separate identity is concerned with one thing, and that's survival, because it is convinced that it can be annihilated. Because survival is at stake for the ego, it has become very intelligent when it comes to survival. It knows that the full frontal approach is not always the smartest approach, that sometimes the most intelligent approach is to come in through the back door. For thousands of years, this backdoor entry has been called the final trap of the ego. Some examples of the final trap of ego are trying to eradicate ego by becoming completely humble only to become egotistical about being humble, or trying to eradicate ego by becoming selfless and dedicating oneself to service only for the ego to become convinced that it is the only one that is capable and strong and that others are weak and in need. There are many of these backdoor trappings, but today I want to focus on one of them, the one which has the chokehold on most of us in the spiritual community. It has spread like a disease. This particular issue is of utmost importance because we are in the process of creating this great shift within humanity so a new society is born. It was no joke when the phrase was invented divide and conquer. If we are divided, if we feel that we are separate, we are weak. Everything that you envision for this reality that we are all wanting here on planet Earth is the byproduct of unity. And so, when ego comes in the back door in this way, and it convinces you that you're entirely separate, we are divided. We cannot fulfill that unity which is going to bring about the world changes we want to see. And the belief which ego has come through the back door on is the belief, I create my own reality. The back door is wide open. Ego has seen that it is open. It has stormed the castle and now many of us live at its mercy while becoming convinced that we are leading an in-alignment life. The ego strategy, in this particular case, is isolation. A byproduct, of course, of the ego's perception that it is separate from all else that is. Let me explain. One of the most important spiritual steps we can take is to move out of the role of victim by recognizing our personal power and making changes in our life that are in accordance with that power. We must recognize that it is our minds which create our reality. We must recognize that as an extension of source energy, we are ultimately God incarnated physically. We must recognize how we have given our power away so that we can begin taking our power back. But here is where the ego traps us. This teaching often allows ego to come in the back door and tell us that we must rely only on ourselves, 
It tells us that no one else can do it but us. It uses the truth that we create our own reality to remind us that everyone else will fail us. That we have to suck it up, accept the reality that we're alone in our reality and creations, and then that we must do everything ourselves. It swings the pendulum from the desperate invaded powerlessness of dependence to the desperate lonely powerlessness of independence. So here is the difference between the message that ego gives you and the message that spirit gives you. Ego says, suck it up. You are the only one that can love you. And that has to be enough because no one is going to do it for you. That spirit says, Begin to love yourself and your vibration will change enough that your reality will begin to reflect that new state of being and others will suddenly demonstrate the love you've always been wanting from them. It may seem contradictory that we teach individualism, individual empowerment, at the same time as interdependence and oneness. But I promise you, it is no kind of contradiction, and this is why. We live in an interdependent universe where everything in existence is one. But we have projected forth into the physical dimension where our individual perspectives are creating our little subjective physical realities. Separation is something we are trying out so we can understand oneness for what it is. For most of us to come into alignment with our higher selves, we must become self-focused. We must follow our happiness to the ends of the earth and take back our personal power. But once we do this, we will inevitably discover the fact that the next step in our happiness is to see that ultimately everything in existence is an extension of the self. It is all one. It is as impossible to be independent in a universe that is all one as it is impossible to be dependent in a universe that is all one. We are completely dependent on other things. We are dependent on the cars we drive, we're dependent on the food we eat, we're dependent on the air that we breathe. The bottom line is, we are dependent. So how can it be that we have all of this personal power when we're so dependent on our reality? We have the personal power because we create the very things which we are dependent on. You are no more dependent on these things that you are dependent on than a painter is dependent on his painting. It is your creation, and if you have created it once, you can create it again and again. So where does this leave us? It leaves us with the truth that your power is all about knowing the power that you do have. The victim forgets the creative power of his own being. He forgets he is creating everything, including the things he thinks he is dependent on. In other words, if I manifest help from others, it is not them helping me, it is me helping myself. What I desire is not at the mercy of anyone else but me. If I am this person, I will wait for others to create what I want, and this waiting game is powerlessness. The one who is trapped by ego in personal power is the one who forgets that we live in an interdependent universe where our creations will always come through the venue of other beings. If we are this person, we will see getting help from others as powerlessness. We will live lonely, tiring lives due to the fear of dependence. The ego will bait us with the promise of feeling good about ourselves. We can feel strong and feel powerful because we're the only capable ones. 
We will live in a world that is full of people who we feel are incapable. We will trust no one and nothing. We are isolated and cannot feel the oneness inherent in symbiosis. Oneness is reflected in symbiosis. In a symbiotic relationship, we are not convinced that everything depends on whatever we are dependent on. Instead, it's a mutual exchange. We understand that we are creating that which we are dependent on. And so, if the participant that we're dependent on is no longer willing, we can find a new one. And that there is our power. It's the power to create whatever it is that we need for ourselves, even if it is being satisfied through another being physically. Independence is illusion. It is ego. Personal empowerment is much, much different. But we have the tendency to confuse the two. But now is the time to separate truth from truth that is shrouded in ego's shadows. The healthy mind, untrapped by ego, recognizes at once its connection with all things, as well as its own individual ability to create in the physical dimension. Since most of us are isolated to our individual perspective, it is very much in alignment for us to go in the direction of our own personal well-being as individuals without falling prey to the idea or the illusion that it is possible to be a separate identity, that it is possible to be an individual, because it's not in a universe where the basic law is oneness. This is a tool that we are using, this perspective of me versus you. It is a tool that is aiding our expansion. It is the contrast, which is no problem as long as we are the one running the tool instead of the tool being the one that's running us.